was Daf Ches. Today is Daf Tes. And uh, we're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf. What did we learn yesterday? So, um, we were trying to understand the Hava Amina. What we were originally thinking. Okay, what was the original thought? Because right at the original take, we thought that we have here a Machlokas between Rabbi and Shmuel. Um, whether or not, this is talking about where you have a mavoi, a, an alleyway, that opens up into a courtyard, and uh, there's a breach on the other side of the courtyard into the Rishos Arabim. So people are using this mavoi and uh, uh, going to private property into the, outside, into, into the public domain that's on the other side of the private property. That's basically what we're talking about. And, um, and we said, or at least Rav Paskin, that the mavoi you're not allowed to carry in, the but the but the chutzer you are allowed to carry in, and that was Rav's opinion. And Shmuel, we thought he was saying um, that uh, that no, even the mavoi is fine. You don't need to do anything. It's perfectly permissible to carry in that mavoi and carry in the chutzer. And at that at at one point in time, we thought that there is a real argument here, and they're arguing in two scenarios whether or not the people of this chutzer are participating in the Erev of the Mavoy, or they are, whether they are or whether they aren't, there's still, there's still two sides, okay? So the Gemara wanted to know, what is the dispute if they are, make, if they are included in the Erev or if they're not included in the Erev? So the Gemara explains that uh, if they did not, uh, if they're not included in the Erev, so why, what's the two sides? The question is, is it considered an enclosure anyway? Why would it be a enclosure anyway? Because from the outside in, when you're looking into the Mavoy, you, you can see like uh, there's walls because the Chatzar is wider than the Mavoy and it goes in and it's what we call Nira Mibichotz and even though on the inside you don't see anything, it's Shavim Mibifnim, so it doesn't matter, that's also called noticeable. Okay, you don't have to notice from the inside. It's okay to notice from the outside. And since you notice that the mavoi is a different area, that's called a mavoi that's taken care of. That's the pshat in why it would be okay. And the pshat that it wouldn't be okay is because it's near a bibichot, is not good enough. What about if they did participate in the Arab? Then what's the dispute? The dispute is Rav Yosef's halacha. Because Rav Yosef says um, that the only time it's okay... When the Mavoi opens up into what? When the Mavoi opens up into the, uh, into the middle of the yard. But if it opens up to the side of the yard, so that means there's one side, one wall of the Mavoi that just basically looks like it's continuing on and going straight across into the Rosh Hashanah. You don't even notice so much that you're going into a private yard because you're still maintaining one of your walls. And that's why Rabbi Yosef said that it's no good. Now, Rabbi says that if you um, that even when you're going into the middle of the Rechava, that's also only when uh, when you're not when when the opening on the other side is not directly open. But if the opening on the other side is direct, then um, then it's going to be prohibited. Okay, so Rabbi Sharshia, um, uh, and that's because. He says that that we never would allow it if you because people won't even notice they're going into a wider space when all they see on the other side is the Rosh Hashanah. They just like continue on. Okay, now Rabbi Sharshia said 
that uh, even when it's Zeshlok and that it's allowed, that is only true if it's a pro- public Rechava. But if it's a private Rechava, then all bets are off. Why? Because the guy who owns this yard, he may decide to put housing in it. And if he puts housing in it, um, and if he puts housing in it, then uh, the next, next thing you know, it's on the side. It's not in the middle. And like we saw before, Rav Yosef says that when it's on the side, it's no good. Now, says Rav Mishashi, how do I know that there's such a distinction between the side and the middle? Where do you see that? Uh, okay, so, um, so who says that? I mean, where's the basis that we saw such a thing? That's the question. So um, he described uh, an interesting ha- case. The case happened with Rav Yudah Nasi. And the case was that there was a mavoi that opened up one end into the ocean. It went all the way up to the, to the sea wall. And the other end, it was a dumpster. So, and Rebbe said, was uncomfortable to say it's not allowed. He was also uncomfortable to say it's allowed. What was his two sides? He says, you can't say it's Aser, because you got two walls on this mavoi. There's a sea wall on one end, and there's a, there's a dumpster on the other end, which also basically is a wall. Why was he uncomfortable with us saying it's permissible? Is because both of these walls are non-reliable walls. The ocean may bring in the the the, the, the ocean may bring in some some sand, and next thing you know, it's receded. the The tide goes back, and next thing you know, is the, there's no seawall anymore. It keeps going, and uh, it's not closed anymore. That's one thing, and uh, the other situation is. Um, uh, that uh, that the, the the dumpster also they may pick up and move the dumpster if the, dump, if the garbage is moved somewhere else. Uh, somebody complained and then it got moved. Then what would it do then? So this is why he says I I'm not comfortable saying it's permissible either. Now the Gemara asked, oh, wait a second, um, how can he say that a dumpster is 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 like a movable thing that we're so worried about it? We brought down a proof that if somebody uh, it's a Mishnah that if somebody it has a, if there's a dumpster in Rosh Rabim that's 10 Tvachim high, so it's already higher than the level of the Rosh Rabim, and a guy's house is right next to the dumpster, and his window's overlooking the dumpster, so he can, um, so he's allowed to toss his garbage out the window onto the dumpster because actually it's a, uh, it's, a, it's going from Rosh Yachid to Rosh Yachid, that's not, that's okay. So this is what, now, I want we afraid that they're going to move the dumpster. The only way to make sense of Rabbi Yudah Nasi's concern, and this is one way. The only way is to say uh, that, uh, is, basically, is basically to say that one is talking about a private dumpster where the guy just might pick it up and, and move it, and the other one is that it's a public dumpster, and if it's a public dumpster, then it's going to be perfectly permissible. So that's... Uh, 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 then because it's never going to be gone, going away or very unlikely to go away. And that's how you see. So the same thing is with this yard. If it's a private yard, it can change because it's, all it takes is one person. If it's a public yard, so then it's nothing that's going to change and then there's much less of a concern and uh, that's the bottom line. So that was Rabbi Masharshi's add-on. Now, what the Gemara wanted to know, I understand Rebbe was not, not comfortable saying it's allowed, not comfortable saying it's not allowed. What is the Chacham's opinion? So we saw two ideas. First version, version A, was that the Chacham say it is Aser, because these are both non-reliable walls. Um, and the Rav Nachman said on that, 
That's the halacha. Then we saw version B is that the Chacham said it's permissible. And Rav Nachman says the halacha is not like those Chacham. So Rav Nachman's conclusion is that we are concerned um, about walls that are only temporary, temporary that they're non-reliable and uh, you can't allow one to carry in them because the way it works is once people are used to carrying in a place, it's very hard to get them to stop. And that's why that's, why that's not going to be, uh, we are going to be very strict on that. Okay, next we saw is Miramar, and he did not rely on a seawall for the same concern, and he used netting at the end of the Mavoy to basically, you know, close it off um, to the wall, uh, to the seawall, so, uh, so as to, because he was afraid of the same concern. Now, there was a story of a Mavoy Akum, a bent Mavoy, that was in Surah, and on the bend, they put a, uh, they, they, they rolled up a, like, a, like a mat, like a reed mat. And uh, basically, Rav Chista says, I don't understand what you're trying to accomplish with this, with this little mat that you're putting here in the corner. Um, either we have Rav's opinion or Shmuel's opinion, and this doesn't work like either. Because if you hold like Rav, he says, this is considered a Mavu Mefulash. For a Mavu Mefulash to be fixed up, you need a Tzuras Pesach. That's Enkid Akkadet. That's not a Tzuras Pesach. What are you going to say? You hold like Shmuel? Shmuel says that it, it's like a, that, that it's a, a considered, just if it's bent, it's considered a closed Mavoy? Okay, but uh, that's only if there's a Lachi. Where's the Lachi over here? You want to call this a Lachi? This thing can blow away in the wind. Oh, if you, if you pegged it in though, that's a different story. That would be okay. Okay, you have to make it affixed somehow. You can't just put something there. That can be easily moved. Okay. Next we saw is, uh, we went back to Rabbi Yirmi Bar Abba's statement in the name of Rav, that if you have a mavoy that's opened up to a chatzar, and opposite, opposite it, there's a, there's a breach into the Rishos Rabim. So we said the chatzar is allowed to carry, but the mavoy is not allowed to carry. So what happened was, is Rabbi Bar Ula said to Rabbi Bivi Bar Baye, I don't understand, everyone's saying this is such an amazing chiddush from Rav, Rav Yirmi Bar Abba, in the name of Rav, isn't it basically, I mean, that's what the Mishnah says. Okay, isn't it our Mishnah? Because the Mishnah says if you have a, a small chatzer that, um, that's nifert Gdola, that basically um, is, uh, you know, opens up into a larger one. Um, so basically the, the larger one is mutter, but the smaller one is aser, because it's considered like a Pesach of the Gadol. Okay. So it sounds like basically that's exactly what Raf's saying. The chatzar is okay. The mav is a smaller one. It's not okay because it has no, no, uh, no, de- no delineation into the into this chatzar. So he says that's not a good proof. Why? In other words, yes, it's true. We knew that halacha, but this might be worse because over here you have a mavoi. It's not just a small chatzar opening up into a larger chatzar. Here we're talking about a mavoi. Mavoi is where people are using it as an access to the Rishos HaRabim through this Chatzar. You might think that would mess up the ability of the Chatzar to carry it because it's no longer considered a private domain. That's what you might think. So the Gemara says, that too. So the Gemara says, what do you mean? That too is a Mishnah. There's a Mishnah for that too. What does the Mishnah say? If you have a Chatzar that people decide to basically make into their shortcut and they traipse right through the courtyard on one end, and they walk out on the other end, and there's people, there's a whole, a whole constant uh, barrage of people going through this, uh, through this yard. 
So the halacha is, is that, uh, is that it's considered a Rishus HaRabim in Hilchus Tumah. Because bottom line is, is a, it's used by the Rabbim. But in Hilchus Shabbos, it's considered Rishus HaYachid. So, yeah, we know this also. It's a Rishus HaYachid. It doesn't matter how many people walk through it. So, what, who needs, the question is, who needs Rav? Basically, between the two Mishnayis, we got ourselves covered over here. So that's the Shailos. So the Mar says, no, there's still a Chiddush here for Rav. Because you might think that's only when the opening is not is not directly across. But what if the what if the opening is directly across? You might think that would be worse. So the Gemara says that works if it's okay if it's directly across and it's still and it's still allowed to be uh, carried in the in the in the chutzer. But um, but if, it, if there's an opinion, I mean, according to Rabba. When it's uh, when it's zek neged zeh, it's aser. So um, so then uh, the, the what, so so then then uh, Rav is really is going to have to say that we're only talking about zek shloke neged zeh when it's not directly opposite. As we saw, Rav's opinion is that the only time you're allowed to carry in this um, carry is if there if it's not directly open on the opposite side. So it's forbidden. So Rav is only talking about where it's bent. If it's bent. So that, meaning it's not directly opposite, so then he's not telling us anything new. So the Gemara says, no, there's still a Chiddush of Rav, because you might think that that which we called it a Roshos V'yachid, even though everyone's walked through the yard, that's only, in, in a sense, Lechumra. It's a really, it's technically Roshos V'yachid. Bottom line is, we look at those as openings, and this is still a private domain, and therefore if I throw from Roshos V'yachid into that, I'm going to be Chayiv. That's what it means. But to say that I'm allowed to carry within that Roshos V'yachid, that is like Lukula. Maybe we would consider it as if it's a Rishos Rabbim and be Machmir in that case, be strict. And that's why we, um, and that's why we needed Rav to tell you, no, when we call it a Rishos Yachid, it means a legit Rishos Yachid, even Lukula. And that's why the Chatzor is Muteres to carry it. Not, that's, the, that's the answer. So, okay, brings us to the next thing. Um, so, um, the next thing was, uh, we brought down a machlokas. What about if a mavoi was made as a centipede shape? Okay, that means there's one large mavoi, and small uh, uh, one large alleyway, and then there's smaller alleyways that open up into the this bigger one. So how do you uh, what what do you need to do to be able to carry in such a mavoi? So according to Baye, all you need is a tzuras of pesach at the end of the mavoi, the big one. And all the little ones, all you need is on the other end, a lechi and a korah, and everything's good. So Rava, when he heard Rabbi is saying that, he said, who are you going like? You're asking like Shmuel, who says that a bent mavoy, because all the side mavoyos are basically turning, and because they end up in the sides, like a centipede's legs, go into the side of the body, and then it has to go out the other way. So it has to make a left turn or a right turn to get out. So it's a, it's a mavoy sasum, according to Shmuel. Well, and that's the case. So then, um, so if you're holding like Shmuel, so why do you need a Tzuras Pesach in the big one? You shouldn't even need that. And what are you telling me? Um, uh, and, and, and besides for that, even Shmuel didn't rely on his own halacha. He, he was machmir in Nardai, in his hometown, to require, like we said, even in Mavu Okom, he considered it, he was choshesh to Rav Shita, that it's still considered mafulish even though it's bent. So the, that's done not a good shot. So therefore, Rav argues and he says that you, what you need to do is a tzuras of Pesach 
on each and every individual side mavoi. Okay, the side alleys all required their own Tzuras HaPesach as they enter into the mavoi Agadol. Um, and on the other side, you put a Lechi or a Koro. All right. Now, Rav Kahana Bar Tachlifa quoted another Rav Kahana Bar Minyumi. He quoted Rav Kahana Bar Malchiu, who either he was the one who said it, or he quoted Rav Kahana, the Rebbe of Rav, or he is the Rebbe of Rav. But anyway, he, um, basically, he said uh, this halacha, if you have a mavoi, where one side of the mavoi is longer, one wall of the mavoi, one wall of the alley is longer than the other, it's uh, as long as the distance between the length of one more than the other is within four amas longer, you can just put the, the crossbeam on the diagonal and it's uh, and it's fine. But if it's more than that, you can't put the crossbeam on the diagonal. It can only put it on the short side, directly opposite at a right angle. And that is the halacha of the kahanas. Okay, all the rough kahanas. Now, Rava said, that's not true. Even if it's with less than four amas more, you still can't put, can't, cannot ever put it on a diagonal. And I'll tell you my reason, he said, and I'll tell you your reason. My reason is, uh, but I say that the, that the whole purpose of a, of a Korah is for a hacker, is to, to, to be able to recognize that you got yourself in a Mavoy, and I'm only allowed to carry here because it's separated from the Rishos Harabim, and I got to know when I'm going to be going into Rishos Harabim. But if you've got one wall long, and you see some people carrying a little farther, and I'm on the short wall, I'm going to look at him and say, oh, he's in the public. And I'm and and because uh, for my wall it looks like he's a, like it's the public already, because my wall is shorter. And if he can carry, then I can carry, and that's the problem. It's not going to work as a valid hacker because you have a disparity between the two sides. So that's why he says you can never put it at a diagonal. What did they hold? They hold that it's not really a hacker thing; it's a mechitza thing. Mechitzas can be in any every any and every direction as long as you got your mechitza. You're good to go. And the Mechitza is on a diagonal. So what? Ah. Now, um, comes along Rav Kahana, a regular Rav Kahana, who's the Talmud of Rav, and he says, you know, I, I heard all these members from all these Rav Kahanas. Let me say my own, my own opinion. My own opinion is, in addition to the fact that you can have it on a diagonal only when it's within four Amas longer than the other one, that's also only true if the whole span of the of the two ends of the wall is going to be less than 10 amas. But if you're going to have to now extend uh, to 10 and more, that already would be problematic, according to Rav Kahana. Okay? And uh, that was his add-on. Okay, the next thing we wanted to know is what about using the area underneath the crossbeam? In general, in every mavoi, you have a crossbeam that allows you to carry in the mavoi, and now I want to carry underneath it. Remember, a crossbeam has a certain thickness. Can I use the area underneath the, the, the crossbeam? So we saw a bunch of positions. Rav Rebchi and Rabbi Yochanan all said, yes, you can. Shmuel, Rabbi Shimon Barabi, and Rabbi Shimon Ben Lakish all said, you cannot. Okay? So we weren't sure what they're arguing. First, we thought that maybe the whole machlokas is... Uh, whether the core is a hacker or the core is a mechitza. If it's a, a hacker, the hacker is only on the inside. If it's a mechitza, the mechitza could be all the way at the end of it. So the Gemara says, 
not necessarily true. It could be that everybody agrees to hacker. And the question is, is the hacker from the inside or the hacker from the outside? Okay, so then, then it should give you the whole distance. Or everybody could hold that it's mechitza. Is it the inside wall that, that's carried down? Or the outside thickness of the kora that carries down? Could be either way. So the bottom line is, that's not what they're... Uh, that it, either way, whether you hold hacker or mechitza, you can say two sides of this machlokas. Okay. Next we saw was Rav Chizda said that although that is true by the Korah that there's a machlokas, but by any lechi, you for sure cannot carry in the thickness of the lechi. Only from the, within the lechi is the area where you're allowed to carry. As soon as the lechi is there, you're already not allowed to carry. That is what Rav Chizda's add-on is. We're going to talk more about this in today's daf. Next we saw is Rami Barachama is Rav Chizda. What about this case? If you put two pegs sticking out of the wall, so let's say that's the wall and this is the edge of the wall and the, and the pegs are, are bedded in the wall and then on top of it you placed, on top of those pegs, you placed a, your cross beam. Does that work or not? And, the, and if you see, it's sticking out right, at, right at, the, at the edge of the wall. So anyway, the bottom line is, um, uh, it, it, the first, Rav answer was, a, was, a, was like this. If you hold that, the, that you're entitled to carry all the way to the under part of the outside of the, you know, the edge, the outer edge of this Korah, so then this is not going to be good because your Mavoy is the outer edge and your wall ends on the inner edge. So that's no good. So the, the, the makel over there is going to be machmer over here. And if you hold it to the inner wall, so then that's right at the edge of the wall. So that's good enough, as long as it's at the edge of the wall. That is what Rav Chizda answered. Rava argues, and that's where we left off. He said, no, everybody's going to say it's Asr, because the Korah always has to be only, it must be only on top of the Mavoy. If it's not only, if it's right next to the Mavoy, at the edge of the Mavoy, that's not called a Korah. Korah's got to be on the Mavoy. And that's not going to work. And that is where we left off. And let me just stop for a second.